Welkom bij het Congresjournaal van het tijdschrift voor neurologie en neurochirurgie. In deze podcastserie brengen we samen met toonaangevende opinieleiders de highlights van internationale medische congressen direct naar hun spreekkamer. We first need to recognize that obesity and metabolic syndrome have um, adverse impacts in MS. In deze aflevering spreken we professor Ruth and Marie van de MS kliniek in Winnipeg, Canada over metabolic syndrome and MS. Good morning, Professor Marie. Thank you and uh, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. During the, the Congress, you talked about obesity and metabolic syndrome in multiple sclerosis. Um, could you first of all tell us what is metabolic syndrome? Metabolic syndrome is really a cluster of metabolic abnormalities that uh, comprises hypertension, so high blood pressure, um, central obesity, insulin resistance, and atherogenic dyslipidemia. And collectively, these abnormalities are associated with increased risks of diabetes, as well as atherosclerotic and non-atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease. And how is obesity related to the risk of multiple sclerosis? Well, several studies over the last few years have shown that obesity in childhood as well as late adolescence is associated with an increased risk of developing multiple sclerosis, um, as it turns out in both uh, childhood and adulthood. Um, the first study that really looked at this used uh, the Nurses' Health Study cohorts, which are two cohorts in the United States that have followed uh, female uh, nurses for uh, many years. And they showed that women who were obese at age 18 years had about a twofold increased risk of subsequently being diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Subsequently, several other studies have uh, confirmed those findings. And what is the impact of obesity on relapse rate in multiple sclerosis? So that's something that hasn't had a lot of attention, although I think it deserves more. But there's been some uh, important work that was done in a pediatric onset MS cohort. Uh, so although many people don't realize it, children also develop MS. And so a group of investigators looked at over 400 children and, and youth with pediatric onset MS. And of the children who uh, were treated with uh, injectable disease-modifying therapies, the individuals that were obese had a higher relapse rate and were more likely to need to switch to um, a second line or, or more efficacious therapy. And what is the impact of obesity on disability progression in multiple sclerosis? So again, something that probably hasn't received um, as much attention um, as it should, but there are um, several studies that do suggest it's associated with uh, faster disability progression. So a study from the Cleveland Clinic and about 2,000 people showed that um, as individuals had higher body mass index, they uh, had greater decline in their walking speed over a median follow-up of about three years. And a study in Australia showed that um, among individuals um, that they followed with a, a first uh, clinically isolated syndrome, so first symptoms suggestive of MS, that among those who um, developed MS, that being overweight or obese conferred a 60% increase in the likelihood of disability worsening over time. And how does metabolic syndrome affect disease-modifying treatment? As we were recognizing uh, that these comorbid conditions and things like metabolic syndrome are common in MS, people are starting to think more about these uh, issues. Uh, to date, we 
have not specifically looked um, beyond the study that I mentioned that suggests that um, at least in uh, children and youth with pediatric onset MS, that um, those who are obese didn't respond as well to injectable uh, disease-modifying therapies, and which raises the question of how the pharmacokinetics um, of some of our disease-modifying therapies may be uh, affected in the presence of uh, obesity. And so I think that's something that we need to more explicitly look at going forward so we can determine if things like dose modification might be helpful in individuals who are obese. So what next steps are necessary, in your opinion? Well, I think um, we first need to recognize that obesity and metabolic syndrome have um, adverse impacts in MS. So that means we need to educate people who are diagnosed with MS about the risk conferred by those um, conditions. We need to provide people with the supports to try and prevent those conditions. So support people in terms of healthy eating choices and physical activity from the very beginning. Um, and we need to really sit down and start explicitly looking at what the influence is of obesity and metabolic syndrome on response to treatment. Um, and that means in clinical trials that we should actually measure all of these conditions and plan analyses that actually look and see whether uh, treatment responses differ so we can decide how we need to personalize therapy for people with MS who have obesity and metabolic syndrome in order to improve their outcomes. Professor Marie, thank you very much for your time today. Um, I'm sure our listeners have found it very interesting as well. Thank you for having me. We hope that this podcast was valuable for you. Check our website, tnnonline.nl, for other interviews in this series.